the Being Forces Friendly Podcast, a monthly podcast where we sit down with experts from the armed forces, government and business to discuss engaging with defence and the mutual benefits that come from it. Airbus is a European multinational commercial aircraft manufacturer and is the largest aeronautics and space company in Europe. The company has roughly 180 locations and 12,000 direct suppliers globally. Airbus first partnered with Defence back in 2015 when they signed the Armed Forces Covenant, a journey which led them to the winning the ERS Gold Award back in 2017. They are a keen supporter of Armed Forces Week and Reserves Day, allowing their reservists within the company to wear their uniforms to work and publicising this internally. Today, we are joined by six reservists from the Royal Air Force and the Army, to hear about their perspective and what it means to be a reservist, but also to work for Airbus. I'm Gareth Thomas. I work at the Broughton site. I live in Chester. I've been working for Airbus for about nine years now. Uh, I currently work on the A350 wing program team as a project management business partner. And uh, I'm currently serving in the Army Reserves. I'm uh, Ben Bell Chambers. Uh, I'm an intern here at Airbus. I've been here for five and a half, six months now. Uh, I'm an RAF reservist on the University Escort. Uh, my name is Marina Slee. I've been with Airbus for about three months now and I'm a graduate. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an army reservist and uh, I work in the A350 wing too and I'm a project and programme management. Hi, uh, Mark Turner. Uh, I've been at Airbus now for seven years, working on the A350 uh, wing, doing all the testing. Um, I've been an Army Reserve for 22 years now. I'm Neil Loftus. I've been at Airbus for seven years as well, and I work in aircraft test engineering. I'm also in the Army Reserve, and I've been there for about four years. I'm Sam Griffiths, I'm an engineering undergraduate apprentice and I've been at Airbus for three years and I've recently joined the Army Reserves and I've done that for one year. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you all for kind of joining the podcast today. What we really want to do, the main goal of this podcast was to kind of reach into one company who have many, many representations of reservists and kind of find out individually your own perspectives. So I think the kind of the first thing we could jump into is what made you want to join to be a reserve? Um, we can kind of touch on Airbus later, but for just now, for simply joining our res- as a reserve, does anyone want to start and kind of tell their stories like, on why they wanted to join? Or maybe Mark was the, yeah. the no, most experienced. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, well uh, I joined the reserves 22 years ago, as I said. Um, the main reason I joined is uh, I just relocated to a new town okay. uh, for my job. Um, had no friends, really, because it was in a new place yeah. uh, a guy from the from work had just joined the reserves about two weeks before he talked talked to me about it told me about it and i thought oh i'll give it a go see yeah. what it's like there's more of a social thing yeah, yeah so more of a social thing and then finding out you got paid for it as well was a <laughs> bit of a bonus yeah uh, and that's what made me join uh i stayed in uh a colleague he after his basic training he came, yeah. came out but i enjoyed it and carried yeah. on good so actually, uh, I ended up joining because um, when I started, I was an apprentice and I joined Mark's team and I got talking to him about the army there. And that's when he told me about so the same army company, same. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'd always wanted to join 
the army from from my family being in but I'd never knew about the army reserves in the first place and it was because Mark told me about it that, okay. that when I ended up coming out of the apprenticeship scheme yeah. and I sort of thought I haven't got a lot else to do now because yeah. I'm not doing a degree anymore um, and I, I thought it was really interesting so Wait, I thought, kind of I'll go do that another focus that's it and it was yeah. a way of getting into the army without having to do it sure. full time yeah, sure. and get the same benefits I went well I went to a military preparation college before, okay, yeah. before this and cadets and um I really wanted to do it because I wanted to challenge myself yeah. and push myself out of depth that I would not do normally on a yeah. weekend or a drill night. Yeah. Um, and I think that in doing so, it's been able to improve myself both in and outside of work as a person. Yeah, I mean, doing all these challenges. Yeah, we hear a lot of that. It's like guys who are looking for a bit of extra focus and a bit of extra something at the weekend rather than just kind of doing nothing when they finish work. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I, on an average weekend, I do push myself to my absolute limits yeah. and come back and then work the next day. But I think it's really good because it improves you as a leader yeah. and your, you know, your, um, your, what's the word, like your secrets, what do you call it? Values. Where it improves your, your values, values and yeah. standards, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I started in school. Um, I was okay. in the combined cadet force. Yeah. Uh, so I was one of the first females to go into that school's oh, combined cadet force, yeah. which was really good. Yeah. Uh, and I came to university, started my placement at the Ministry of Defence, okay. and then that pushed me to join while I was at university. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to my, because that's a type A reserve. Yeah. Oh, sorry, type B reserve when you're at university. So you're non-deployable. Yeah. Um, so now I've moved into my proper unit now, so I'm a type A reservist. So you've kind of gone through the whole the whole the spectrum whole of what you like from expect. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, great. But whilst at university, I kind of came to the crossroads of join the army or don't join the army. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to be a reservist rather than a regular. Still and lets you do it whilst following a career. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good choice. Yeah, I guess uh, sort of coming from that, I'm at that crossroads now. Yeah. Okay. So um, I didn't know anything really about the reserves until I joined uni. Yeah. And then at Freshers Fair, the local university air squadron was there. I heard a lot more about it and sort of got a intrigued by um, the thought of potentially being a pilot and also a lot of the adventurous training mm-hmm. opportunities like I've been done trips to Peru, um, ski trips, that kind of thing, all all as a reserve. And um, I sort of got to the point where I wasn't sure whether I want to join up potentially yeah. or to pursue a career in engineering, which is why it's been so good to here at Airbus where I've been able to do both as my internship, learning about the industry yeah. and also be a reserve at the same time. Yeah, that's really interesting that you like a lot of you are, you know, you wanted to follow your own career but wanted something extra. Yeah. So it's quite interesting that being a reservist kind of gives you that like almost double path to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So uh, I, so from a young age, I'd always considered joining as a regular. I came to Airbus to do my uh, higher engineering apprenticeship, what is now called the undergraduate apprenticeship. Um, and I saw it at the back of the mind maybe, and then. Got a lot, I know a friend of mine who started on the Army Reserves. He didn't didn't continue with it after a few months. I went to the same unit he did um, and kept going with it, enjoyed it, and been there for just a couple, about three, four years now. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so that's you kind of guys being reservist. I mean, I'm, the, the whole point of this podcast was to come to an employer who is incredibly, incredibly supportive. So obviously, Airbus won the ERS Employee Recognition Scheme gold award in 2017 so how important to you guys kind of as six reservists in this room is it to have an employer if you have deployments or training or everything that comes with a rig role of being a reservist 
how important is it to have that employer, you know, acknowledge that you have that employer support? No, it's really important yeah. knowing that they're willing to give us time off yeah. to uh, complete our reserve training. Uh, there are people within our units that have to take holidays yeah. to be able to do their minimum requirement of the yeah. two-week camp. So with Airbus giving us two weeks paid and having an extra week unpaid, so we can complete our mandatory training. But then if we want to do additional courses as well, we can do that. So it, it is really important that uh, Airbus are supporting us. Yeah, agree. Yeah, it's imperative. I would say yeah. it's you know really, really essential to having a successful you know reservist career, and also as well it makes you more positive in your career at work, knowing that you have got employment support for your. Yeah, I suppose for you guys, it must make you feel kind of a bit of a weight off your shoulders that if there's something that you want to want to follow and want to achieve as a kind of you know like double side of the coin of like being your career but you want to do something else like you mentioned you know that you don't want to have to stress about well I'm going to have to eat into my annual leave that could affect family time that could affect financial gain and what yeah so it's, that's like yeah. important come back to what Mark just touched on about you know comparing it to what your peers in your unit and what their employees provide Airbus I would say is one of the best if not the best private sector employer that from people I've spoken to in their experiences um, in some deep provision of time off for support training requirements. I think I'd agree. I, I don't think there's any more support that we could get time-wise than we already do. So obviously the two weeks uh, paid and one week unpaid is essential. You get that every year um, and that enables us to, to go about, we have a normal career, we have normal holidays and things, but then we can also do the reserve career at the same yeah. time. Um, you three aren't in the same team at Airbus are you because that could, that could be yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. we're all in different teams so, yeah. Um, but yeah and then also for deployment I mean I deployed last year so I was away for one year from work oh, okay, well. um, and Airbus were really quick to just say look we'll support you through all of that Fantastic. gave me the time off no problem um, it wasn't too much hassle to arrange the work for the team around me so not just support for me but for my team as well um, and things like getting documents that we needed to, to get employed or, or mobilized, they were happy to sort that out as yeah. well and, and help me in anything I had. So Yeah, I think that's why schemes like the employer recognition scheme are really important because we, we, we try and get as many companies as we can to go because ultimately what it means is not it's not just a numbers game, but it's like when you kind of speak to reservists like yourself, that's kind of what it means. You know, it's like if there's no issues with go for training if you're deployed or and everything that comes like with that. That's it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that you know it. It, it isn't something that you should consider if you are going to mobilise. You should always consider what the implications might be on your employment. But here, being sort of discriminated against for it is certainly not in the question at all. You know, what you can say for certain they'll be supportive of it. Was that help you out? As was that kind of possible. a large, a large pull as Airbus as an employer? You know, taking the kind of reservist element aside, was that kind of a, a big point to a lot of you that? You know, if I want to kind of develop my career, I know that that side of my life is is secure for as long as I, it needs to be. Absolutely, and and um, when you you know when you I was speaking to other reserves who come from different companies, and some of them had to leave the company to feel like they could continue the career afterwards uh, at a different company, and and they were sort of like uh, quite insecure about that. But here, yeah. complete job security, and and there's no question at all that that they'll be supportive about it. 
Yeah, that was something I definitely found when looking at different internship opportunities with different companies. The fact that I knew Airbus was part of the scheme was sort of a big sort of pull factor for me. Okay. And other people that are doing their sort of year in industry and haven't got the same support from their employers and it's making yeah. things difficult for them. No, that's really good, really good to hear. Anyone else want to touch on anything? Yeah, again, applying for the grad scheme, I knew that I'd apply to a company that did support reserves so that I could continue that. And Airbus were one of the best. Okay, so like, I mean, like maybe you two more specifically, as you can be younger and have gone through that. Like, was that something that you, at a young age, knew to kind of maybe look out for? Oh, yeah, a definitely. A really, really yeah. supportive employer? Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. I found with being a reserve before I joined the company, yeah. it was something I was aware of and knew yeah, that. Yeah, sure. With people who have gone and done this kind of thing before, they said to look out for that. It was, to have that support makes so much difference and you're not eating away into potentially yeah. what could be three, three weeks holiday. Yeah. Yeah, true. I'm a little bit different because I joined the company before I was an actual reserve. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when I was looking at about joining the reserves, um, I was originally planning to use my own leave without actually knowing what Airbus would do to support. And yeah. When I found out what Airbus do to support the reserves, it was an instant decision. Your I was, decision. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, I've got to go for it and experience. Yeah. No, fantastic. Fantastic. But when I joined Airbus seven years ago, yeah. they did have a policy, but it, between different yeah. groups within Airbus, it was yeah, so they, different amounts of leave as well. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, so Airbus signed the Armed Forces Covenant in 2015, which yeah. is almost like the first step yeah. along that kind of employee recognition scheme. So it's been a good couple of years to get to a point, but it's nice to see that that was kind of recognised, the sign the covenant, and it's now the kind of, the processes and HR policies in place really do kind of, you know, take a massive weight off your guys' shoulders. Yeah. And I think something that um, sort of feeds into that is that me and Mark were, were involved in in the RS uh, achievement, weren't we? Yeah. And, and they involved, HR involved us in making that uh, policy suitable. So, so, oh wow, so you guys as reservists had a kind of a vocal input into that. Yeah. So that's really good, yeah. Yeah, because we were, Initially, when I joined, we only got one week's paid leave yeah. uh, and one one week unpaid, and so we really pushed to to make sure that we got the, the two weeks because yeah. they they looked at all other companies around the area and compared them, and some were like having the two weeks, some even get a few weeks more, but yeah. uh, they, they they settled on the two weeks, which we thought was fair because at least you can do your minimum training requirement yeah. on company time as such. That's fantastic. Um, all right, well, should we move on from that? So being in the reserves, I mean, you, you kind of, you told this kind of when you join, you know, the kind of a lot of transferable skills that you'll get from whatever you do within the Army, the RAF, or the Navy. But, you know, from your perspective of being in the reserve and coming back into, I mean, really quite useful two sides of it, actually, because, you know, you guys are kind of starting your careers and also kind of starting your reservist career, but also... You know, you guys have been in for a few years now, but specifically being a reservist and coming back into the workplace within Airbus and kind of what the different roles that you have, is there anything specific that is really, really kind of you've latched onto? You know, like skills-wise would be something good to come back? You know, it might just be like project management or... I think actual like leadership and man management. Yeah. Because there's quite a few managers within Airbus, Yeah. but they haven't really got uh, leadership and people management skills sure. that you get within the reserves or yeah. the army because uh, like being in charge of a section or a troop or something you're, you're dealing with people 
like 24 hours a day yeah. and lots of different issues yeah. that arise with that, especially when you're on ops, when yeah. you're trying to deal with people's uh, issues at home, you, you, you've got a lot more to manage, which you don't really get to to do yeah. at being a, a manager within Airbus. So yeah. the skills you got get from the reserves, you can bring into Airbus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd say sort of similar to that is with sort of being early in my career, in terms of Airbus, it's a lot of the opportunities for development I get through my internship are more technical. I don't get that sort of leadership side as being sort of very early into it. Yeah. But as a reserve, I do get that leadership skills. So when I think about building my CV and my technical skills, yeah. I've got the leadership side of it, which I'm getting through the reserves, and then I'm doing my technical development within Airbus. And then if I do further down the line, career with Airbus, want to go for a leadership role where I have a previous experience, I can draw on what I've learned as a reservist whereas I wouldn't have had those opportunities just as like going in through the internship. Yeah, I guess that's why it's, it's like schemes like the ERS, you know, employee recognition scheme are so important because, you know, if, if they help you guys at such an early stage or wh whatever stage, it's only if you kind of keep that cycle going at some sort of point, if you want to go for a leadership role, you've had that kind of training not directly impacted by Airbus, but they've supported you through that. So when you come to that position, you're going to be like a much better manager potentially than someone coming in you know, from a third party or, or outside the company. Yeah. yeah. Mm, definitely. The reserves are given, you know, so much skills that it's not just kind of leadership. It's also like the basic skills of problem solving. Communication is a big one that I find that I have that people who haven't been in the reserves don't really have. And I think it's a lot of confidence as well. Yeah. I definitely say as a person, the reserves give me so much confidence and yeah, it's just really good. And especially when you're working within a team within Airbus and you are working with other people who have been in the reserves at university or, you know, you can see it in them. Yeah. And it is, it's kind of like a bit of a club as well. You're kind of like, hey, you know. <laughs> it Six of you at Airbus all get to. The more to Maria's point about confidence, I feel that I've really improved my confidence and it's shown in work where I've been able to do presentations to senior managers or go to schools and, and yeah. STEM events where recently I did a hundred kids and held a presentation to them. And I feel that maybe without the reserves training that I've had, um, being able to stand up in front of all these people, clearly educate myself and talk to them. I don't know if I would have been able to do as well as I do now sure. without the training. No, that's really good actually. Um, bit more personal. If you were to kind of pick out maybe like one thing as the best thing you as a reservist, would there be one thing you could pull on? Would it be you know, you know, a skill or a personality trait that you've gained or an actual kind of deployment or is there something that you might want to kind of to pull on as a reservist? So one of the big highlights for me was um was last summer I did a four week expedition in Peru. Okay. Well. And on there's like sort of two aspects. One side of it where it's an amazing opportunity to go out there and different country and all that goes along with that and hiking through the mountains there. But also then the emotional development because with your with such a small group, such a long period of time in what is a really challenging environment, getting that um, sort of emotional intelligence yeah. and situational awareness that comes with that. So when I think of sort of what I've done over the last three years as a reserve, that's sort of a big highlight for me. Great. Something I did recently, and I'm gonna play this card because when you do it, it's one of those things. So <laughs> I did uh, the Cambrian Patrol. Okay, yeah. And uh, it's very well known within yeah. the army. And as soon as you say, I've done Cambrian Patrol, someone sets this kind of level of where you are. <laughs> but the team that I was with, we were an all-female team, so we kind of break oh, okay, that yeah, level. Sure. So uh, we're the highest ranking all-female team ever to have done it, and the second or third. 
but uh, Canberra Patrol, the actual patrol itself was horrible, but all the, <laughs> all the work up to it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Because when you're sitting in Sunnybridge in a wet puddle and it's two o'clock in the morning and you're cold, having that willpower to then put your wet clothes back on and go up and know that you're walking five kilometres to go somewhere, you know, it just, you break through barriers that you didn't even know you could. And when I kind of am doing something at work or even, you know, I'm, I'm out at doors or doing anything, I always just think it's not as bad as Canberra Patrol. So it's one of those things. If How someone... bad can the presentation really be? Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the same possibly after being on off ops like Iraq and Afghan when you're like constantly on the go 24 hours yeah. like for six months it's like you come back to the office and it's like yeah this is easy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I think going away on the operation was, was probably the highlight for me and it, well it was a, a year but like the friends you make out there and, and the experiences you get is a life experiences thing as much as it is about bringing skills back to your employer it's about uh, you know building yourself up and and developing you great i think probably the biggest thing i've learned is, is discipline and and you know being able to turn up on time <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and things like that but it's, it's it's helped me develop because you know as a as coming out from school, um, you may not have that discipline of waking up ridiculously early every day, coming to work, doing your fitness, doing your fizz, and on top of that, being able to go to the reserves um, of an evening or of a weekend and go straight back to work on a Monday. And having that discipline and being able to have that like get up and go attitude, I think it's really you know pushed it inside myself to have that. Um, so I think that's probably what I've learned the most. Um. So lots of positive experiences for me. Met lots of great people in the press being in the reserves. Um, went to training. It was always good doing skiing in Austria. I'm sure everyone, no one would disagree with that. Um, one thing that stood out this year that my unit got involved in, we were helped contribute towards um, the situation with the Whaley Dam. Um, so the, the military support to the civilian authorities with that. And so that was quite rewarding to get involved with something like that that had a positive outcome. Um, so yeah, that was something that was quite yeah, nice. fulfilling to get involved with that. Um, that's a quite nice point to touch on. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about Airbus being a really, really supportive employer. When it comes to things like Armed Forces Week and Reserves Day, which you know, day in the middle, you know, like, is there anything that you I mean? Do you guys get, get the time off during the week, or is there a lot going on in and around the different sites around the UK with your offices and whatnot within that week to kind of really, really celebrate? Uh, last year they did an event uh, at Farnborough Air Show. Yeah, sure. So uh, I went there, oh, uh, supported Airbus, but they, it was quite. They got a group of uh, people from the Southwest yeah, sure. Reserve, so yeah. they did a big uh, get together there, and I think the Defence Minister was there at the same time mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, they planned to do an event again next year at Farnborough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So given time yeah. off to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they did an Armed Forces Day event. Um, Fantastic. This year? Yeah, this year. Yeah, great. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, we just went down and did the event. So I was there on behalf of Airbus, but oh, also really? um, there was a lot of military connections where we were there. So that another reason why I was there was to be able to talk about Airbus's support sure, to, the military, sure, yeah. to the civilians that were there on the event. So that was yeah. really good. Um, so with Broughton last year, we got together for some of the veterans and reservists to do a sort of photo. For that, and I know that being in contact with some of the people through the Armed Forces Working Group, 
they have mentioned the farmer event, uh, so to look forward to. But um, I think we had a few. They had a few people came in in uniform, for instance, mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing. But no, it's there's definitely I'd say a growing sort of buzz about getting making more yeah. towards our forces sure. okay. in the few years I've noticed uh, being in reserve. So anyway. that's a, as a kind of correlation of you know Airbus kind of being, so, yeah. being on the kind of signing the covenant and kind of being more aware of like who's actually yeah. in the teams and actually there's a whole week to celebrate yeah. our forces week well like half the team could be reservists or veterans or yeah. whoever so I, yeah and i think on a similar note we as a site we had our first ever remembrance service this year oh, so yeah. something to get involved in that with like replaying and so and so i'd say there's been a definitely positive trend i've seen in the past three four years again um so more and more positive buzz around our boss week each year obviously like to kind of end these things and come to an end but just to kind of say if there's maybe like one thing you know that you might say to someone who's listening to this who might be you know looking for a, something additional within a career or going to uni or kind of maybe as a cadet you know like being a reserve and coming to a really really supportive employer like airbus would be what would be one message that you could say the benefit you could get from it i mean one message would be what could you lose? Like, what would you lose being a reservist? Nothing. Yeah. It's only benefits. So, yeah. uh, for this year, I've got adventure training coming up. So, we've got a week skiing in Austria, which Airbus is supporting. Great. And even if you join the reserves for, you know, the social side, yeah. there is nothing to lose. You just gain yeah. skills, friends. And with a, uh, with a company like Airbus that support you, you've just got everything yeah. going for you. Yeah. So, there's no negative. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would say, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, and uh, you can. That, that's that's the the point of the army reserves is the flexibility mm -hmm. is in there. So if you join and you decide that actually maybe it wasn't the right thing to you, for you to do, that's not a problem. So, yeah. Leave. Yeah, if you if actually you find out you really really like it, yeah. you can either move on to being a regular or you can stay in your reserves career yeah. and also have your career on Civvy Street. You know, yeah. there's a lot a lot of flexibility. Nothing gain, nothing lost. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Anything? Yeah, I say definitely for if it's something you've. So lots of people mentioned like considered a like full time career, but realize actually that's not for them. This is sort of, you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. What you're able to experience, so you you have like um, what you're based somewhere permanently um, and have your career, but also you do get that exposure to like the excitement and the opportunities and the development that come with it. Sure. Well, my one for like university students is as at going to university, you initially worry that you may not be able to fit reserves around, but there are specific units there made to work around your timetable at uni so there's no you have no worry about completing all the training that needs to be done and you can just get it done so again why not yeah and everyone's that's going to be on your squadron or in your unit it's all going to be university students as well yeah. so they're all going through the same thing you can support each other that way as well and i say that's definitely where you make your best friendships because you are down in a ditch as they say at 2am <laughs> in semi bridge and and you're on stag and you've got an hour to do and you chat and you really get to know people yeah. on an emotional level and a different level than you would in an Airbus environment. So yeah. I think you, you really gain that friendship level. And what's nice to see, especially with the university, is that when you all move on to your jobs, because when you do graduate, like I did this summer, you leave university, but you all leave together. So I know people who've gone into different units around yeah. the UK, um, people who then go into the regulars. 
So like this Friday, I'm going to watch the commissioning parade of people I know from oh, the OGC. Yeah. So you get that best of both worlds is that you can still be involved in the regular army through your friends and sure. and but then you also have your reserve friends as well. So I have some in the local reserve units and it's a real family. Yeah. 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 And it's a really nice kind of thing and you all kind of grow together. If you don't want to miss out on next month's episode, then hit the subscribe button. And if you have any questions for us or want to know more, you can contact us on Twitter at DRM underscore support. Thank you very much for listening.